talk to me, no matter what you feel. Hi, my name's Scott Anderson, and you've reached my podcast. I think technically this is the last or second to the last podcast for November 2023. As always, there is a Hub Pages article that's going up. It actually goes up before this podcast, but it is available uh, at the same time, usually as this podcast is available, give or take. Um, The Hub Pages articles are available during review and then uh, available after review fully. Anyway, this podcast, as always, is sponsored by two sponsors. Uh, The first sponsor is Creative Technology and Innovation, a company designed around helping you make better decisions. Decisions are something that we all have to do. It's something that we all do in life. And Creative Technology and Innovation can help you utilizing John Boyd's OODA loops, observe, orient, decide, and act, and feedback loops to build a better decision model to help your organization make successful decisions. The second sponsor is Danny and the Corporate Ladder, a novel. Sometimes in life you meet somebody who's so amazing that you think, yeah, this person's a fake. And then you find out not only weren't they a fake, but they were actually more amazing than you originally thought. Danny and the Corporate Ladder, available now in ebook stores everywhere, available now in paper book stores everywhere, and in probably somewhere around 45 days, available as an audiobook. Danny and the Corporate Ladder. So today I'm, I'm talking a little bit about the ethics of replacing humans with robots. Uh, in particular, I'm talking about high-stress jobs, not uh, the stress that, that many of us in the white-collar world feel. I'm talking about physical stress, jobs that cause physical injury to humans over time. Replacing a human that is doing or completing one of those jobs over time with a robot is a good thing, right? We can design the robotic system to better do the job without stress, whereas the human being is going to be stressed and physically over time their body will decay. It's a good thing. Uh, I know that people don't like the concept of replacing humans, but I think it's important to note that sometimes you have to replace humans to do the right thing. Um, The right thing being, let's take care of humans, right? Let's protect human beings. Let's protect the the sacred nature of each individual human life. But let's also allow people to make it to retirement age and not be so debilitated by the injuries they suffered working for for 45 years that that they can't enjoy their retirement. So that is, uh, you know, kind of where I'm sitting with the concept of automation replacing jobs in certain uh, certain professional areas. Uh, You know, for example, a a robot can be designed to be 10 foot tall so it can reach to the top shelf of a warehousing facility without requiring a ladder. Um, It also won't require, you know, a bunch of the other factors that a human being would in climbing a ladder, reaching out, grabbing something, pulling it back off the ladder, bringing it down. The robot's going to be able to be designed to be 10 foot tall, potentially humanoid in form, uh, so that it can simply grab the box and and put it on a conveyor belt. So the reality is (coughs) anytime we can reduce the stress on the human body, it's a good thing, right? If we think about Asimov's three laws of robotics, you know, one of them, the very first one was don't allow humans to come to harm. Well, 
we humans are allowing humans to come to harm. It's time for us to consider the reality of utilizing robots to replace humans in jobs where humans are injured. And I understand the concepts, right? I mean, I've, I've studied Six Sigma, I've studied Lean, I've looked at both of them, and I understand, you know, the reality of automation designed to improve the risk reduction and improve the error reduction of a system, right? The, the goal of Six Sigma is you measure errors per uh, millions, and uh, it's, you know, it, the goal is to, to reduce the errors radically, right? The better your Six Sigma system is, the less errors you have, the better your, your lower your cost is, blah, blah, blah. But it's also an error, in my opinion, to actually have a system that injures human beings. That's also an error. That's something um, that we have to consider, that we should evaluate, that we should, um, you know, move forward with. Anyway, um, that hub page's article is available. I'll put the link uh, with the podcast as I always do. Uh, and of course, I share uh, both my podcast and uh, um, my hub page's articles and the other stuff I write uh, on various social media platforms. I am greatly reduced from where I was. I used to have eight different social platforms. I am now uh, down to Twitter, uh, Minds, Facebook, and uh um, Patreon, and that's it. I don't, I don't use any other uh, services. Um, I've decided to to focus my energy, my time, and my social presence on those services rather than others, uh, just because I believe that ultimately they, you know, they're the ones that that I enjoy the most using. Although Minds is on the list for potentially being cut here at some point. Um, it's just not a great site for. Uh, it's way too far into the the extreme left wing uh, freedom of speech. It's you know one thing or another to define freedom of freedom of speech as you can say anything. Um, I think freedom of speech is not you can say anything. I think freedom of speech is you can say anything to a point. Um, the point is you, you can't call people names, right? That's not freedom of speech. That that's abuse. That's bullying. It doesn't matter what what your goal is. If you call someone a name, you're bullying. You're you're exceeding your freedom of speech. You do not have the right to call someone a name. Um, you also don't have the right to belittle, mock, or besmirch the name of someone else uh, on a social media site just because you don't like what they're saying. Right? I. I am of the opinion that the world is a big enough place that we all have something we can do. We all have a we all have a place to fit, we all have a role to complete, and we all have something to bring back to the world that will make the world a better place. So, you know, freedom of speech is really, you know, considering on that spectrum of, you know, what does it mean, right? I, I hear the freedom of speech folks talk all the time. I've listened to them for for many years, and I, I just find myself strongly disagreeing with the fact that, that there, there is a limit to freedom of speech. Freedom of spree, speech, if we consider what speech is, right, the exchange of ideas, there's no name-calling in ideas. Ideas are either good or bad, and you can simply say, I'm sorry, your idea is bad. It, it's interesting in the sense that you came up with it. I'm proud of you for doing that, but the idea itself is bad. It's just not a good idea. So... I'm uh, I, I'm considering dumping mines just because they allow for 
quote, freedom of speech, which is really freedom of abuse. And at that point, it's just not fun to be on a site like that. Um, the other and last kind of thing is um, I got finally today, um, this morning, I got the official email from uh, the, the state of, of Maryland that I was allowed to turn on my solar power. Um, it's been a four-month journey. I am ecstatic that it is on. I'm ecstatic that it is now on, on, right? It's on the roof and on. And uh, so the power that I'm using to generate my podcast and my Hub Pages article today is solar power. The, the sun's out. The solar power array is, is slowly but surely charging up. It's, uh, uh, it's very exciting. It's very cool. I, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. It's it's uh, been a goal of mine. I know it was a goal of, of my father's, and it's uh, it's a, it's an important thing to do to to do the right thing uh, for the world in terms of my impact on the ecology around me. Right? I have an environmental impact. I am trying to reduce my environmental impact um, by increasing the uh, lack of reliance on carbon-based. Uh, solutions, including uh, we have an all-electric car, we now have an electric house, we have an electric system on the roof that generates power. Uh, and so, you know, we're really trying to do the right things. It's the 5% challenge. I published it on Hub Pages. You can look it up online. Uh, take the 5% challenge. It's basically to reduce your personal carbon output by 5% uh, in a 12-month period. Um, give yourself 12 months, but reduce your carbon output by 5%. Anyway, my name is Scott Anderson. Thank you so much for listening.